0: Jesus Christ is coming At any moment we may find ourselves in eternity In the next to the last book of the Bible We are given principles that will help us live in the last days Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together I have a question for you today. Do you keep yourselves or does the Lord keep you? Now, it's a little bit of a trick question because the answer is yes. (laughs) The answer is there's a truth in both. As far as salvation is concerned, praise God, the Lord keeps us. Aren't you glad you're kept by the power of God through faith and salvation? That's what the Bible says. And uh, he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Praise the Lord for it. we've come in our study of the little book of Jude uh, to verse number 21, where the Bible says, Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. The word keep here literally means to guard something, to protect it. It's the idea of keeping your eyes upon it. I'm thinking back now in my mind to the Garden of Gethsemane and the Lord Jesus saying to those disciples, Watch and pray. He's telling them, keep your attention on something. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, in his college, his pastor's college, had a little motto, and the motto was to hold and to be held. The idea here is that there is a promise, uh, that's the Lord's part, and then there's our part. Well, the same thing is found in this portion of Scripture. We are kept and we are keeping As a matter of fact, if you come down to verse number 24, the Bible says, "...now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy." So the Lord says, I'll keep you from falling, you keep yourself close to me. I'll keep you as only I can keep you, but you'll have to stay very near to my heart. Keep yourselves in the love of God." We've been talking about living godly in an ungodly world and staying that way. And the last time we studied together, we found some of these action verbs, things the Lord says that we must do. The first was we must remember the Word of God. Stay in the Scriptures if you want to stay near God. And then we must build on our faith, adding to our faith all the time, seeking to be a growing Christian then we've learned that we must pray in the Holy Ghost. We must learn what it means to commune with God and to live in a spirit and an attitude of prayer every day. This is the secret to staying right. Do you remember Daniel in the Old Testament? How did he stay right through the entire Babylonian captivity? Very simply, he opened his window towards Jerusalem three times a day and he prayed. What an example of living godly in an ungodly world. Well, now we add to that list by coming to verse number 21... Where the Bible says, not only must you remember and build and pray, now you must keep. This is not a word of emotion. This is a word of will. In other words, we're not talking about feelings here. We're talking about obedience to God. We're talking about continuing in the path that the Lord has set us on. Let me give you Jesus' words that parallel this. In John chapter 15, verses 9 and 10, he says, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye. In my love if ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my father's in my love even as I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Now, the idea here is that there is a connection between obedience to Christ and intimacy with Christ. here are the words again, keep yourselves in the love of God. That doesn't mean you have to work for God to love you. friend, he is love. He loves you with an everlasting love. there was never a day he didn't love you and there'll never be a day he stops loving you. He could never love you any more and He will never love you any less. So what could it mean to keep yourselves in the love of God? The idea here is to stay very close to the heart of God. And to every day, keep yourself, guard your own heart so that it stays in constant intimacy and communion with your loving God. You see, the, the words of the old hymn, I think, express it well. Nothing between my soul and the Savior. We're in step with the Lord. There's nothing between us. Notice how there's a progression here. Uh, We began with the Word of God, remembering the Word of God and growing in it and then communing with God in prayer. So God's Word leads us to prayer. Prayer leads us to living in His love and uh, communing with Him throughout the day. And then that leads us, look to the end of verse number 21, to looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. We ought to live every day looking for Jesus to come. You see, these things are connected. You always are looking forward to seeing the one you love. And so, if your heart is wrapped up in love for Jesus Christ, uh, you love Him, that means you love His appearing. And you're looking for Him to come at any moment. Now, you remember we talked about Enoch earlier in our study, not looking for death, but looking for the Lord. Every godly person should be doing this. I wonder, when was the last time you looked up in the sky and saw a cloud and thought Jesus might step out on that cloud? When was the last morning you got up and thought, today may be the day Christ may come today? You see, life began for you by looking to Jesus. That's how you're saved. You look to Him in faith. And guess how it's lived in victory? By continuing to keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus. Looking at a Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. If you want to stay right with God, you must fix your eyes on Him and keep your eyes on Him. You know, when you drive a car, whichever place you fix your attention, your gaze, eventually your vehicle begins to drift in that direction. I'm afraid sometimes we get our attention so fixed on this world that suddenly we find ourselves drifting right toward it. No, keep your eyes on the One who never changes. He's never moved. He's the fixed point of reference. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Live every day loving Christ and looking for His return. Several years ago, um, one of the children and I were flipping through the the channels looking for something decent to watch. And we came across a documentary. I don't think uh, our children were very excited about it at the time, but it intrigued me. It was a documentary set in Antarctica. There were 50,000 male penguins. They were all huddled together. If I remember correctly, it was something like 40 below zero. All the, the female penguins had gone south for the winter. The ladies are always smarter than the men, aren't they gentlemen? And uh, these men, they're going to tough it out. So these male penguins have suffered through uh, three or four months of darkness, no light, no sunlight, shivering, standing together trying to stay warm. And they were doing a documentary on them and the, the video camera captured the moment when the earth tilted on its axis just enough and the first rays of sunlight broke through the horizon in three months. It was fascinating. It was beautiful. Then you could see these 50,000 penguins, and they were all huddled together, but interestingly enough, they were all facing the same direction. And the moment I noticed that, at that very moment, uh, the, the interviewer said to the scientist, why are they all facing the same direction? And his words were these. He said, they were standing, looking for the coming of the dawn. Think about this. They were living in such darkness that they had fixed their gaze on the horizon where they knew the sun was going to pierce through that darkness. Can I tell you, friends, we may be living in dark days, but we ought to be ever looking for the coming of the dawn because someday real soon, the Son of God is going to break over the horizon. Christ is coming. And if Jesus Christ is coming and could come in any moment, then we ought to be giving our attention to remembering His Word, building on our faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping ourselves in the love of God, and always looking for the soon return of Jesus Christ. If you'll do those things, God says, He'll help you to stay godly in an ungodly world. Oh, may the Lord help all of us to do that until Jesus comes. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.